Andrew Kelleher from JMI Wealth, a good Friday morning to you. Yeah, morning, Mike. No one loves a red band more than me and Scalarup. Look at those numbers. <laughs> Scalarup, a local manufacturer, uh, local exporter, yesterday delivered a record first half net profit. So um, so this is the uh, local reporting season, which continues to roll on. So there, Scalarup's after-tax profit, 23.2 million. That beat their half-year guides. Mike. Look, just to, just to put just to put the stake in the ground, this was a really good result. 19% lift in first half net profit. They're forecasting full year net profit to be between 44 and 47 million. So that ranges from a sort of nine and a half to a 16.9% increase from last year. The thing is, though, Mike, the market was expecting this. So consensus expectations for that full year profit around 46 million. So they're saying 44 to 47. So bang on that, confirmed their expectations. Their agri, their industrial divisions, they achieved record results. Uh, growth was described as broad-based, strongest in New Zealand, US, Asian markets. Now, funnily enough, the share price fell nine cents on the day, but I think it reflects the fact that that good news was already sort of baked into the share price. So you've had very strong share price performance since March 2020. It was as high as $6.50 recently. So it's a good result, but probably already priced in. What about Helen Stein Glastons? They got a profit, but then, you know, trouble opening the doors at times. This is the COVID curse for retail, Mike. Helenstein's Glassons trading update yesterday. Total group sales for six months. Uh, that's ended 1st of February. We're 170.6 million. That's down 6.2%. But it translates to a bigger hit to profit. So profit's going to be 11.1 to 12.1 million versus just under 20 million the previous year. Basically, you're right. Yeah, a whole bunch of their stores just couldn't open for the whole year. A total of 5,432 lost trading days across New Zealand and Australia. So share price yesterday fell 29 cents. Look, it held up pretty well, did that share price, through 2021, uh, but it hasn't escaped the volatility we've seen in New Zealand since January. Also, I suppose, on um, on retail as well, discount retail price-wise yesterday mm. announced that they'd entered liquidation. So that's not a listed company. Uh, 16 stores across New Zealand, 118 staff. They're out. So the Fed minutes, they tell us this is stateside now. They're going to pull the trigger, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, so look, we inflation, interest rates, the Fed, the RBNZ, we've got theories, we've got forecasts swirling around us everywhere at the moment. And yeah, earlier this week, the Federal Reserve released their minutes for the January meeting, which throws a bit of light on how they're looking at managing or reacting to runaway inflation in the US. And what they've said is they'll start raising rates soon, and they're watchful for persistent inflation that may require them to go a bit faster on their tightening. And we've got sort of, the thing is, Mike, we've got similar speculation here as well as to how the RBNZ reacts. And this is relevant because the RBNZ steps up to the monetary policy podium with their monetary policy statement next week. And look, what I want to stress here, Mike, is there's just bucket loads. There's a mountain of uncertainty at the moment. ANZ yesterday released their quarterly economic outlook. It's worth a read. And if you look at our local interest rate scenario at the moment, if we look at what we call the term structure of interest rates, so short, medium, long rates, what it's telling us is the market is building in, the market is pricing in a very rapid increase in the official cash rate. It's currently at 0.75. The market is saying it's going to be at 3% in the next 12 months. But the thing is, Mike, there's so much that's unclear, and I'll just give you a very quick list. What's the impact of the Omicron outbreak? Is it inflationary? Is it a big break in activity? Maybe it's both. Um, what happens? What, what's the outcome of the big hit to disposable income this year is we're going to see a massive amount of fixed rate lendings repriced at higher rates. What has happened? Do householders slow their spending? Do they repay debt? The slowing housing market, I know you don't want to talk about this, Mike, but housing price growth is going to slow. 
What if house prices actually fall? What's the impact on the erosion of the wealth effect? Uh, wage pressures, what happens to net migration? What happens to government spending? Poor, falling business commerce? Oh, so many questions. And you know what we're going to do next week, Mike? We're going to try and answer some of them. We're going to have a drink. No, no, stop drinking. We're going to try and answer some of them. All right. Before Mean the RB steps up to the plate. Mean to, sure, we can't have a drink. Mean to, what are the numbers? <laughs> right, we'll do that. The Dow Jones, bit of tension in the Ukraine. People are firing at each other, apparently. We don't know who's firing or what. Uh, 34,558 is the Dow. It's down 376 points as we speak, about 1%. Uh, the S&P 500-4423, down 50 points, uh, just over 1% as well. And the Nasdaq 8, 13,871, down 1.8% overnight. FTSE 100, 7537, down 0.87%. Nikkei, uh, down 0.8327232. The Shanghai Composite was up 2 points. 3468. Yesterday, the A6200 gained 11. 7296 was closer. Another good day on the index 50 yesterday, actually, up 135 points, 1.1%, 1 .1%, closing at 12,256. Kiwi dollars a bit stronger, 0 0.6699 against the US, 0 0.9311 Aussie, 0 0.5895 Euro, 0 0.4917 pounds, 77.05 Japanese yen. Gold is stronger, just under 1900 bucks, 1896, and Brent crude, 93 bucks. You have a good one, mate. See you next week. Appreciate it. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.